You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Critics. This is Damo. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Ja. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets, right. And the faces dang. wonder. I have that. <laughs> Hold on. I have that. <laughs> and we have a new um, guest with us today. Hello. Her name is Ari. And um, is it what you want to go by? Ari? You yeah, we'll a, go by Ari. That's good. All right, cool. <laughs> so, um, welcome back. Um, how was y'all week? It was bomb, you know, chilling. You know, I always feel like my I'm blessed to be alive. So, any okay. like right. nothing can, like, you know, really bring it down from that. You go through things, but at the end of the day, it's like you got to you know, really think positive. So I'm blessed to be alive. I'm blessed to have a job. I'm blessed to, you know, be kicking in and having fun and doing things that I'm passionate about. So blessed all around. How was Absolutely. your week? Preach. <laughs> um, how was my week? It was good. It wasn't bad. It was a uh, normal like I always is. Um, it was okay. It was like seldom. How was that fun? It was seldom. Yeah. I don't think that's a, like accurate description, but okay. It was seldom. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It, I mean... I mean, it was some good in there because it wasn't like a bad week. You know what I mean? But still, okay. though. It's normal. Okay. Faces wonder just don't die. <laughs> <laughs> he just. How do you just... feel? How do you feel? How was your week, Damien? Um, like I said, I don't, I don't really remember, so. <laughs> you don't remember? Well, I, I mean, it had to be good. If you if it was like horrible, like I feel like you would have, it would have been very impressionable. Right. You would remember that. So let's just say he had a good week too. All right, cool. And what about you, Ari? It was good. I'll say my week was productive. It was. I worked like seven or six out of seven days a week. So okay. oh, got a lot of work done. What you be doing? Uh, I just started my new job like a month ago, and then I'm still at my other job part time. Mm-hmm. So it takes up all my time. <laughs> so you said so six work out was of productive, seven. but right. house chores. Not so much. Gotcha. That's I mean, that's a lot of people. Especially work hard, you be like in and out. Like, work hard, play. hard. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So um we have our spotlight. Ja, who's your spotlight of the week? So my spotlight, um I actually had a couple that I was kinda looking at mm-hmm. and You shut them all out then. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should shout everybody out. Okay. So I'm going to do this one. So mm-hmm. um, I want to give a shout out to her name is Amber Johnson. Amber Johnson um, just became the first African-American woman to graduate with a Ph.D. in communicate, excuse me, in computer science from Purdue University. Okay. So shout out to her. I'm not really sure what you do with a computer science <laughs> degree, but it sounds like you're going to be making the big bucks. Um, and just shout out for just being a trendsetter, um, showing, especially I think in this day and age, it's very important to see just a reflection of yourself in like every area. So mm-hmm. for you to be the first woman of color to, um, you know, do this and be, you know, uh, graduate from Purdue University um, with a PhD with in communi- excuse me in computer um, science is a big deal. So, you want to say mean, communication so <laughs> bad, yes, so bad, <laughs> so bad. Um, in computer science. So shout out to you. She is a black girl who is doing the dang thing and rocking okay. it. Rock it. And um, you said computer science. I mean that's everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Phones, computers, I mean, laptops, iPads, tablets. You know, big computers, government official type of thing, satellites. You know what I mean? Like Area 51. Area 50. <laughs> We're not going to go back there. All okay. right. Go. Um, also, my spotlight of the week, his name is Glendale Oakley Jr. All right. Um, he is the soldier who helped um, the children um, escape from the El Paso, the El Paso Texas um, shooting. shooting. Um, so shout out to him. Um, and it was so great to see because he was just like, you know, I didn't do it. You know, people called me a hero and thank you for, you know, but I just did it because it was it was what's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily because I was looking for some type of um, notice or anything of that nature. One of the things um, that he actually mentioned, and I was watching uh, some of the interviews um, that he's done, and one of the things he actually said in the interview is that it's great for you guys to, you know, be recognizing me. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm getting more calls than I feel like you're calling the families. And I want you to make sure that they're put okay. Put that energy there. Yeah, put that same energy you've given to me. I need you to do that same thing and put that same energy towards them. And so I applaud him, one, for just doing what he did, but then also for kind of flipping it back. Like, let's let's be focused on what this is really about. The actual mm-hmm. situation, because yeah. um, we're going to get into that. Um, but, yeah, so that was Spotlight of the Week. So we're going to get right into it. So first on the list um, is the mass shootings. Um so we had a few actually that happened this week. Um, yeah. So one of the ones was El Paso, Texas shooting mm-hmm. that left twenty dead um, and twenty six injured. This was like so sad. It yeah. was it really terrible because um, 
it was at a Walmart. Yeah. It was at a um yeah, this Walmart has made several, you know, right. um they've come out just in the public and make several statements um in regarding this and trying to really support the families and um you know also their staff who, you know, were affected by this. Exactly. And right now, I think the fa- of course the families are just trying to recover from this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um 20 innocent people that died. Um unfortunately due to um due to the mass shooting. Um but yeah, shout out to once again back to Glendon because he did his thing that he needed to do to, you know, help save those kids out of there. Um and shout out to the, you know, the Apostle to um Texas police. They 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 found them like within like 24 hours. I think it was less than that. I think within 12 hours. Right. It wasn't even a full day. They found, like, who the... And then following that, the shooting in... um, Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Left um, nine... Actually, it was a total of 10 dead. Right. um, And then left... um, I forgot how many injured. It didn't say. um, I think it was, like, 21 injured. 22. 22, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just crazy because it was, like, back-to-back. You know what I mean? Like, and... This kind of calls back into um, what we were talking about, gun violence and, you know... um, should there be more regulations on gun control? Because we Absolutely. are we are a country that is obviously you can bear arms, right? So, um, how can we regulate gun control without taking away the actual constitutional right of you being able to bear arms? So that's always kind of like a thing, you know what I but mean? If we put stipulations on everything else. There's also some stipulations that I'm niche for you to get on board with because like, but what more can we do? Because I know they, um, I know that with the you record, can't, you can't get one. Out. I, I, I need you to. There needs to be some stipulations for that. Somebody who has a known issue of, you know, mental um, health. I, I Depending mean, on the mental I issue, need, though. He did buy it legally. That's what he I He did heard. buy it right. legally. They, this was the, right. There definitely needs to be, they need to go back over this. I am um, somebody, I, I definitely agree with being able to bear arms. Right. I, and I understand that that is, a, you know, a part of our culture. Um, culture that's a, especially right now, that's a part of our, our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things, and I was actually um, reading this, I think I was talking to you when we were having a, um, a just a conversation about um, both shootings. Mm-hmm. So listen to this. So um, August 3rd, twenty. Right. This so every, all the shootings actually happened on August 3rd, but August 3rd was the single deadliest day mm. um, from hate crimes targeting people because of their race since the Tulsa massacre in 1921. The deadliest day for a hate crime it's in August 98 3rd? years. It's mm. August 3rd? It was August 3rd. That's scary. Why is it August 3rd? What, what specific about this day has just been like... Hmm. I, 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 I think it's in 98 years. Okay, put my tinfoil hat on. Do y'all think it's more of like a coincidence or do you feel like it's a little bit more than that? It could be coincidental. You feel like it's coincidental? It could be. I mean, I be- do believe that it's coinc- coincidental. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with it being coincidental, something like this, especially in today's day and age and the culture that we're in now, 98 years. should not even, like, you, you got to think of the advancements that we've made mm-hmm. in 98 years. Yeah. So for this to exceed the 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 death toll in 98 years mm-hmm. is something that we need to reflect on and say, okay, why was this able to happen? Right. I don't know. It's kind of like necessarily saying why was this able to happen, like, but what, in a sense, what is the people are going through which caused them to do, you know, this like mass mm-hmm. shooting and or race related type of shootings mm-hmm. or crimes or something of that nature. It's more so like what was the triggering point for you? Because you see us all the time. You know what I mean? You didn't do nothing up until this point. What was like that okay, final push? Exactly. That final straw that broke the camel's back. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like what was it? You know what I mean? And to me, it was just more so. I mean, yeah, we could say racism and everything. But what what, what was the, you know, like the guy, um who shot the young man um, because his music was too loud. He's talking mm-hmm. about because um, he got jumped or, you know, with by uh, a group of black guys before and they was playing loud music. And so Th- that was a trigger for him? That was a quote-unquote trigger for him, not saying that it was right, you know what I mean? <laughs> because it was definitely wrong. Uh-huh. But it was more so in the fact of, hey, I did this because this triggered. But at the end of the day, they try to now say that he had mental illness, like I don't all, believe that. I don't believe it either. I do not. But they again, like to, they if like to he say has that. mental illness, then but you cleared him for everything. 
I just don't know why. Like, like mm-hmm. don't know why. How do you feel about that? They always fall back on that excuse, you know, if they're it depending on what color they may be. <laughs> oh, you know, he had mental health issues. He had a rough childhood. Why is that always that's not the go to? I'm sorry, that's not an excuse anymore. It's not. You can have you can have a mental illness and not do nothing to nobody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you can. I mean, yeah, I understand. And how does a person that make be, people with mental health and illnesses look? Like you know? actual mental health issues. Like I'm actually going through um, to therapy and actually trying to do exactly. the work to be better. I really want someone who does have, like, legit have, like, a mental health issue mm-hmm. to address this. Because I feel like unless, like... I mean, of course, like, we thinking of like as you a person kind of, without Yeah, like, really not much. without being in it. Exactly. But I really want them, some someone, um, to address it because I feel like it's always put upon, um, like, their community and... We never really talk about it because nobody, you know, really from their community really steps out about it. It's almost like how we used to put everything on, oh, he must have been black. Mm -hmm. But when we started speaking up, like, wait a minute. No, no. Let's pull these receipts. Let's pull these facts. Right. Then we started really investigating, like, okay, wait a minute. 90% of these mass shootings are not from people of color. Exactly. It was, like, white, and then it was, like, Asian. One Asian guy. Right. Or whatever. But they were all American-born. They were all American-born, exactly. And then people um, like to make the comparison, well, you guys are, you know, as far as black people, I guess the violence that we do to each other, they try to justify that. And we can't, honestly, let's be real, nine times out of ten, regardless what color, heritage, wherever you come from, you're nine times out of ten likely to commit crime against each other. That's anywhere. Exactly. Regardless if you live in the hood, in the suburbs, wherever you come from, you're more more than likely are more to commit a crime against a person that's in the same vicinity as you or the same of you know, background. Right. And so in this case, he's going to target areas. I think areas. that's more so perpetual uh, within us as well. I don't like that's something that is almost like a learned um habit. It's, it's very like crabs in a bucket. I don't yes and no. I would say because I don't necessarily think that it's always, um, always like so intentional all the times, depending on the situation. Now, if you're talking about in an area where there's a lack of resources, lack of jobs, lack of income, you know what I mean? The poverty line is there. You know what I mean? Um, you are at the poverty line. Then you also have to really remember, like, but take a lot away of time, the poverty a lot of line, the crime and these people happen. are still around. So the same, same amount of people, you know, of color, mm-hmm. right? Take away that poverty line. Do you still make the exception just because poverty isn't there? They make the exception of committing crime against one another. Yeah, like I do mean, we no, still I, like I, just chalk it up to oh, you know, it's just black on black crime? No, right. do no. we just do we? No, no, I'm saying I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying there's um been actually proven reasons of why people commit crimes and like areas that are in the pro- in more impoverished areas versus places that's more affluent they don't have those same type of crimes they're committing against each other but we don't hear about it <laughs> right that's, that's true this is, this that is, is fact we don't we don't hear but it doesn't go both ways but I, like i said more so is if it's more in an affluent area either it's less i'm mm. not saying that it's not right the the crimes are less happening in affluent areas than it is in the hood right. and um and that's Kind of like on a factual type of situation. It's always been that way. Yeah, you know? especially like I said, if the if there is more of a in private like inner area. city area, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it just depends on the area too. Because just because you live in a hood, I mean, it's like a bad part. You just happen to be around it. You mm-hmm. know. So well, I mean, Rihanna definitely came for President Trump, who was very lagging in his response because he was saying this is pretty much. She was just saying, look, just say call it what it is. It's terrorism. It's terrorism and it's, it's white supremacist exactly. type of situation. But you he know, refused situation. to do that. He blamed, I think, mental health and video games. It was just <laughs> and it's been proven out. time and time again that video games do not cause this type of thing. It's, it literally studies upon studies. It just That's felt like happened. he chose every word but to describe what it actually was. It didn't make sense. It was domestic terrorism. It happened here domestically in the United States against people of color, which is crazy. And then President Obama also came... Um, for, I mean, everybody who doesn't come for Trump, um, call for him, um, a call for action, pretty much, stating that you know because of the the mass shootings that happens each year, that there should be more call for action to regulate these gun um, restrictions and everything. I agree. I really think they should do like a psych eval and a social media like search for anyone before they're allowed to actually physically purchase a gun. Do you know how much of the problem that would solve? Yes. Now, okay, explain. Like, yeah, you want to buy this gun, but we're going to go and we're going to look at all your social media posts mm-hmm. from the last, like, you know, two years. Mm-hmm. 
see what you post because if you're crazy, chances question. are you've been into some <laughs> shit online. Okay. I mean, but Let's you gotta think about your jobs will do that. Yes, but that too. And then I think some just like a simple psych evaluation too can cause a lot. No, because if you're there to buy it for something in with bad intentions, mm-hmm. usually that can come through psychologically in some way that's something that you will have a give at some You're point. Right. Someone can probably tell something's up, but how they have it now, you don't have to do that. You just have to walk up, give me your information, I, and I walk away with it. For you. Now, do you feel like, um, even with the psych evaluations, now people can pass those, like kind of like we eat. Those happen a lot. You know what I mean, too? Absolutely. I'm not saying it's a complete solution, but right. I do believe it could factor into at least minimizing the damage. And yes. that's a step in the right direction. Build okay. on it from there. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm saying like as as a person that if they're doing a psych evaluation, knowing that this is a psych evaluation, could they really? I mean, you know, I mean, like she said, it's not a hundred. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna be a hundred percent here, but right. that is going to absolutely not. And there's other ways to acquire weapons as well. Right. But on the black market, legally purchasing, he legally purchases. Front, so. I think that it could honestly help cut down on a lot because why would you give someone a gun if you went through this and you're like, oh, I looked on their social media and they're making. Racist, racist posts. Joke, right. They're mm-hmm. sharing things about shootings. They're saying like negative things, like "Oh, that person had what they had got, what they had come to." Things like that. Or even like, it's harder to get a job groups. like oh, that yeah, than it would be to get a gun right. like that. I feel like if we treated this like how, like we just were kind of talking about, um, you're there are some jobs and most jobs actually do it now. That's why a lot of people keep their you know accounts private now. Mm-hmm. Is because jobs actually go on to your social media. Okay, what is your brand? Mm-hmm. What are you putting out? What are you supporting? So if we can do that with a job, you mean to tell me America can't do that? With someone who wants to purchase a weapon? I, and then I again, just, we have the right of, this goes back to the privacy. same thing. Right, mm-hmm. pri- we have the right to privacy. We have the right of free speech. We have the right to bear arms. So regardless of the fact, um, yes, I do think, like you said, the psych, um, psych evaluations, I was about to say psych work. Um, the psych evaluations and yes, um, checking to make sure that these people are, you know, um, not, you know, promoting hate in the, in the sense of, you know, trying to kill somebody, you know, or shootings or whatever the case may be, or like you said, in hate groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. But my thing is also, you know, um, with this, like, okay, do people not have the right to say what they want to say? It goes back to our constitutional rights. It's numero uno that's on there. We have the right of free speech. And the number two is the right to bear arms. So it's literally like, okay, well, you can't work here because you said something hateful, which that's true. That's Sometimes true. That, do that. And I, no, get me wrong. There's repercussions. There is, yes. Yes. Every that's action true. has a reaction. And right. I said that earlier. But where I was, is the line to where you can have an opinion versus someone not agreeing right, with your opinion? Right, because that argument when can go. When your opinion's not threatening <laughs> lives. <laughs> I mean, true. true. But then, like I said, that part, even like that, like, it comes to the point where where is the line at? The person could have said something that could have been like, oh, it's just my opinion. I don't mean it in a hurt, in a hurt for um in a hurtful way and or a way of hate, you know what I mean? Or even I'm not uh, trying to premeditate anything. These are just thoughts I have, but I don't plan on acting. A- on exactly. It. So it kind of goes more into it. I mean, if they do something like that, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's kind of a good thing in a sense, like I said. But still, but yeah, moving right along. <laughs> um, Lori Harvey Ooh. and um, they out here living their best life. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of irritated that like the whole family is together on this vacation. And I'm here for like healthy families and everything, but. Diddy's like twice your age, and I and y'all just out here with like your parents, and y'all I mean, really living y'all best life on this. I mean, let's mm. be quite honest. Yeah, when he was dating Cassie, he was like almost like more than I mean, her that's age. very true. You know what I mean? So, but we he can't... also wasn't out here with like Cassie's parents, like oh, oh we on a boat. Like <laughs> then again, no. you don't know her parents never was shown. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? We don't her know. parents are. I mean, her father is very famous. Her mother, somewhat. Socialite. There you go. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. She's a socialite. You know what I mean? Then the daughter, you know, she was actually married to a, a, a famous, well, not married, but engaged to a famous football player. So it's just kind of like, you know, she's always been in the spotlight. She's known money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not like she's with him for that exact right. reason. Never know, though. 
Just because you came from money. You can always accrue more wealth. (laughs) Right. I mean, when you come, but you got to think about the money that Steve Harvey has as well. Like, when you bring such dynasties together, like, imagine, like, this really could be a power move slash business move. Originally, when this story, like, first broke down, I really thought that it was, like, a working situation. Yeah, like, surely, like, a working situation. Why you look at me like, you lies, you (laughs) say. I really thought it was, like, a a working relationship. that she dated, or she dated Diddy's son? Mm-hmm. Justin. Justin. So they did date. It's okay. alleged. Right. Alleged. Uh, uh, it's alleged it a that they rumor. Huh? That it was a cover up. Why did up? they break the up? People thought it was a cover up, though. Like, okay. Hmm. um, Okay, go ahead and pretend to date Justin. But even though I'm not, you're not really dating him, you're dating me. Mm-hmm. But he was also with Cassie around the time. And then he also was with this other girl who looked similar to Cassie. He definitely was <laughs> tight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back to the preferences, remember? Yeah. He has a type. But, like, and no, you know, then come to Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey is a very beautiful girl, but. She is. Um, I ain't gonna hold you up. She finessing. I don't know how. Okay. Hey, we gotta call it what it is. I'm just sitting there, like, okay, allegedly, you did go with Justin, Trey Songs, the I famous mean, football but player. But can you really she, blame I mean, her? she boosts. I mean, look up at her and mother. I, I think it was alleged her I mother's mean, she ex. Goes to King. Look, <laughs> drugs. I mean, she she is her mother's daughter. I mean, I don't know Marjorie Harvey personally. That's but, her name, Marjorie. You know, yeah. she worked her way up. Now she's married to Steve Harvey. I'm sure her daughter has learned some ways. Oh, well. more than learned. Let me tell you, because <laughs> I was I was I was going through the time. Okay, like her mother used to be married to a drug dealer. Yes, had the baby or whatever the case may be, which yes. is Lori or whatever. Lori and Marjorie then divorces. Her husband, that's the judge. After dealer. he got arrested. After <clears throat> he got arrested. Mind you, she's getting cake. I mean. I mean, from the drug money. Hey, he that, dated the FBI. Oh. <clears throat> he. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, but, but no, he, uh, but you know, found her way to Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey was married. He was. She was the side chick. I don't became know. the main. Uh, became, di- divorced, <laughs> Steve Harvey divorced the main, then married the side chick, which is Marjorie. And this is the Lori Harvey to take is so scantless. She changed her last name. Lori Harvey is not originally her last name. Well, here's the thing. It's not that she she so all of Lori's kids did all of, I want to say with the exception of Marjorie's. one. Yes, of Marjorie's kids did take the Harvey name. So they all like the it's whole family. The whole family. <laughs> I mean, that's not I don't really want to say that's scandalous because no, no, I'm talking there's a point like I would have changed my last name. Like without being married, I would have changed my last name. No, and what I'm saying in the it's a different story for mm-hmm. you and the reasons why you want to do it. <laughs> but in the sense, I don't think that the, it was different though. No, I, I think do that, think so. I do think so. Go. More in the sense of here's that Marjorie. Name, is that it, name holds power. Exactly. Here's Steve Harvey. Let's go ahead and change our names. Okay. Sue Harvey. It'll hold you know, way in Hollywood. It, it will hold way in Hollywood. I'd be associated a lot more. But you mm-hmm. could have made that your stage name and never officially changed your name if that was the no, case. No, her name is literally Lori Harvey. No, I know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If, it, if this okay. was just for the clout and you wanted this to better your position in Hollywood, that could have been... Like, that. you're legit his stepdaughter. You could have rolled with my name is Lori Harvey and kept it moving. That but that's not what happened. But the you thing legally is, changed your name. That was like when Chris said... Um, Chris Jenner, she wanted to change her name back to Kardashian mm-hmm. because of her daughters and the fame that they had, mm-hmm. or oh, whatever. So, in my sense, is okay. I mean, that's a little bit different because married- Robert Kardashian is deceased. Like, you can't ask him if you can change his your name back. I mean, like it's not your name to I mean, take. But, but Steve Harvey's think- alive. He she went to him. I'm sure there was a conversation about how do you feel about me taking your name? Because right, right. at the end of the day, I'm going to represent your name. My thing is though, she was married still at the time, which was just Bruce. You know what I mean? So she was still married to Bruce <laughs> at the time. Was she though? <laughs> we never know. You was never. She though? You never know with them. You know, they always <laughs> flipping and dipping and dipping and flipping. Um. <laughs> <laughs> on next um onwards ASAP um, Rocky I am super excited about he's this free. well he's back home right now he's, right so basically right. this is the bail um he's still awaiting to figure out what the sentence is gonna be in Sweden which I think it's gonna be I don't know yet I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say for real hopefully for real. they toss it hopefully. but they're gonna make I feel like there's not him. enough evidence for you to charge him with something other than maybe a fine for misconduct but it wasn't even he him. might be banned I from mean, the country I'm at this point. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> you know, you didn't help me in maximum security, lock him in lockdown. Okay, 
I don't really think he's coming back. But you know, you can pay him if you want to. I don't know. I just feel like they might ban him, pay a fine, ban him. From I feel the like the, it's gonna. I, I just feel like it's gonna city. be a fine. It could be the city. Uh, I think his revenue for like his concerts and everything might generate a little bit too much. Ban him from the country, so I would say city. That's what I'm saying. Um, ban him yeah, from that city. probably banning him from the city. I feel like the most they're gonna do really is gonna be a fine, and that's gonna be you know maybe misconduct or something along those lines um, for the fine. Mm. The fight really wasn't necessarily with him; it was more so his like entourage and everything. Uh, but you know they are, they represent you, so you know the fine's gonna come. Exactly. At the end of the day, the fine's gonna come to you. You're the one with the money because that's so, the, right because they're an extension. Right, they're of, an yeah. extension. Of you, mm-hmm. so they were acting um, or assumed to be acting as out of you, yeah, yeah, as Security. authority of you. So, do you think Donald Trump did something right with helping to free ASAP? Um, <laughs> this kind of go back to like the whole situation too, like when he made a call to get those boys um, out of you know the I think it was um, Levar Ball. Is it Levar? Yeah, Lonzo. Uh, Lon- Is yeah. it Lonzo? I think it was Leangelo. Yeah, it's Leangelo yeah. who got in trouble in China. Was it Leangelo? Yeah. Is it Leangelo? Yeah. That's his son, the uh, the middle child. The middle boy. Okay, so okay, so he got in trouble in China. Yes. He made that call to China's president or prime, prime minister, minister. <laughs> <laughs> head official, right? Um, and got those boys out. I think that he uses he's using this, um, for when he's reelect or time for reelection, right? To get back Absolutely. into people's good back races, <laughs> or, and then also I just don't think to when Kim and um, Kanye when they had went to the um, office as well I don't know it's just really weird like how the utilization of like oh yeah I'm gonna go ahead and put my power out there to get right. him free but, did you see but I don't think he referenced ne- them he was like oh you know I'm freeing or help freeing ASAP Rocky and you know this is for the African Americans <laughs> Just how he talks about black people. He's really trying to gain that black, black vote. vote. And I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. I can guarantee you it's not. It's not going to work. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. There are not actually no African-American people who, are, uh, who voted for him. Right. Too. Like, I legit know. And they, they're they going to vote, like, Republican. I don't care who's on the ballot. Mm-hmm. They're going to vote Republican. Just period. Yeah. What was the reason? What was the reasoning why they voted for him? Honestly, I think, and... I think a lot of it has to do with some of the standards, even though you don't agree with everything, um, you know, the rep- that uh, Republicans stand for. There's a lot of their standards that more so align with, quote unquote, Christianity or, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, the faith based, you know, Christianity mm-hmm. or Catholic, you know, faith based um, that align a little bit more with their beliefs with than, with, than, than with than with a, the Democrat. Because Democrats um, are more liberal. In right. Their, in their, in everything. Uh, a lot of it has to do with that, even though. A good 50%, and it could be, you know, a little bit less, but anywhere from 30 to 50% of what they're doing or saying you don't support, you don't agree with, mm-hmm. uh, there are some of their, like, fundamental things that they're standing up for that you do agree with and you vote for them based on that. I mean, I guess, but um, it's kind of almost— it was definitely, like, I had to know. You know I had to ask a question. <laughs> because my in my head, it's just like, okay— Understandably, you know, faith based and, and maybe more aligned with uh, Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. But you can still have your faith based still with Democrats. I think people often. If you find the right candidate. Yeah. If you find the right candidate. And, right. That's true. Yeah. You, but there are, and like I said, the people who I talk to specifically, like, it's not, it's really not really based on like a candidate. I don't care who the candidate is, they're voting Republican. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> you feel type of way. Like, <laughs> if, if I can see his face right now. Um, yeah, they're voting Republican. You know I had to ask the questions. And this is literally like, like a majority um, of what was talked about was really um, based on that. Again, they don't agree with everything. So right. it ain't nobody that's riding. They're, they are ride or die for Trump. I'm not saying that. But some of the things that he was supporting in his campaign. Cause, was speaking be, good to them. Yes. Was sounding like money. <laughs> was sounding like it was like that. You know what I mean? Like it was sounding good to I them. I mean, because let's, let's not be. Let's, let's be honest. Like. All politicians lie, whether you Republican or a Democrat, all of them lie. So you just really got to figure out what is better. Like, what are they representing? The lesser of the that you it's, really, it's what, it what are really they like representing that? that, okay, I'm in agreement with this. This is the representing. This is the, what they're coming for. I'm going to vote this way. I don't, and I think, especially in the black culture, I, I don't really know if it happens in other cultures, right. but especially in the black culture, I think that we're always like, 
you know, my parents were Democrat. I'm an, I'm automatically a Democrat. Like we yeah. never even investigate to see what the Republican ballot is, what they represent. But the thing what's is, like, going on, because I already know growing up, I'm a Democrat. My thing is though, and that could be the same for Republicans. You know right. what I mean? Like oh, yeah. my parents are Republican, therefore I'm going to be Republican. You know what I mean? Right. So it could go that way as well. But my thing is though, when I look at the Republican ballot and when I see everything that they are talking about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It don't align to my what I view is what's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so therefore I tend to go more on the liberal to the you know democratic side because it's just like, hey, I want the best for all people, not just for the rich. You know what I mean? I want the rich to pay them taxes mm-hmm. so that people underneath y'all can come up as well and we can actually have a thriving society. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And hence why I chose or I choose Democrat. And I'm not, you know, I had a friend and she was Republican for a long time. Up until maybe like the last four years of I've known her. Mm-hmm. I mean, her stances have changed since then. Like she's like, Going back, to, not going back, but she's Democrat now. But okay. it was just more so like she was Republican for a long time. And y'all know who the friend is. But <laughs> yeah, you know who the friend is. You know who the friend is. You better And you'll get your look in my eyes. <laughs> hey, you, you know, know who, who she is. is. Like, I cannot. But y'all know who she is. But it was she was like that. And then she's not like that now. So it just depends. It depends. People can change. You never know. Yeah. So a person may be Republican now, but may be Democrat later on. Or Democrat now, Republican later on. So That's very true. Know. Again, it depends on the candidate. But I have a question. Go. Not necessarily a question. I want to bring up something. So um, Mario Lopez last week had brought up the fact... Um, um, I guess he was, um, I guess transphobic. I don't think it really was necessarily transphobic. I don't, but listen, uh, so pretty much Mario Lopez pretty much said it was dangerous to, um, and it is to consider a child, um, transgender around the age of three. And people were saying, he was saying that it was dangerous because they're so young, mm-hmm. but how would they actually know if they were transgender at the early age, right? And so people and he were, was bullied into apologizing. I want to say he was, bullied. he was. He was bullied I mean, into apologizing. Sure but, I mean, you can be bullied. You can be bullied, but you don't have to apologize. Right. I don't know whatever. You know what I mean? Um, if I you want hit- this coin, you were bullied into apologizing. Now, how do you financially feel about it? Financially bullied? Yes. Okay. You were financially bullied into apologizing. I do I do think there were some misconstrues um, between gender identity. But how do he, I, him how as do a I, parent is speaking... For his view as a parent. Does he have children? He yes, has three, three okay. children. So it would be different if he didn't have children and he was speaking on this. Right. But for somebody who is a parent and they're speaking on how their viewpoint and right. how they were raising their ch- children and how they don't feel like their children at the age of three are mature enough to decide I'm transgender, you can't fault him for that. Right. My thing is, though, there was a difference because... Oh, girl. I forgot the girl he was interviewing because she's Republican, too. But he was, uh, I mean, it's neither here or there, I guess. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know where that. Uh, but anyway, because she, um, she was conflating the two gender identity with sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Just making sure that we all know the difference of gender identity is how you identify as your gender and sexual orientation is who you find attractive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So just be clear on that or whatever, because a lot of people don't know the difference or don't like to separate the two. Right. Um, my thing is with, as far as, um, gender identity goes, it's kind of, um, I won't say kids don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that kids don't know how they feel. You know what right. I mean? At an early age of three, I'm obviously I'm not transgender. None of us, I don't think, are. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, in a sense of actually feeling like, okay, I was born in a body that I don't necessarily relate to fully. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think none of us really have But if idea. we're opening the door to this, and but I feel like wait, we need to open the finish. door. Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> so with a three-year-old saying like, hey, I want to be a, if they're a boy, they want to be a girl, I'm a girl, that I does be a boy. Happen. That does happen. Um, you know, can we really say this is really like a, just a phase? Or whatever, or is it just a phase, or not a phase, but this is really how they feel. Um, and I do understand where he says this is dangerous because it is three-year-olds. They don't really right. have the vocabulary to say. But they sense things. They, you know, sen- they see their siblings, their classmates. Exactly. They say, okay, this is a boy. Right. This is a girl. Or this is something in between. They can identify and a, in a society way, will right. make them choose, it feels, you know, oh, this is what a girl does. Mm-hmm. This is what a boy does. And if you more align with the more femininity part like you literally fully like in a sense of no i don't 
I, it's the difference between just being a feminine boy. No, I really feel like I'm a girl. You right. know what I mean? Like exactly. I really in my whole in my to- whole totality as a person. I don't feel that I am fully me. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you, when you hear people's stories of you know when they come out, they say, "So you I've don't always think that, that means that there's a maturity level required to make that statement?" Ah, I think as a parent. Um, in a sense, we don't have kids. Do right. anybody got kids here? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but as I said, I just think if I had to put myself in a parent mode, if my child did say something like that, okay, what, Matt, why do you feel that? Of course, right. questioning. Have right? a conversation. And then ha- right, thank you. Have a conversation. See where they're coming from. Exactly. Three-year-olds at this time, they know how to talk, essentially. Yes. You know what I mean? They can, they know how to put some sentences together. <laughs> they you have feel motor me? skills. They have those motor <laughs> skills. They can, you know, talk, you, keep them focused. It's kind of like, that's the hardest part. You know what I mean? As far as, like, just kids, because kids are kids. They kind of, right. like, they kind of wired to go anywhere. But in the sense of keeping them focused so they can have that conversation on why they feel the way that they do is, okay, depending on, like, okay, you feel this way. All right. How long you been feeling this way? Oh, quite a long time. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know, and then. You three, what's a long time? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's very. <laughs> that's very true. And we have to, like, remember it's on their three, you know. Right. But then we have to, okay, let's go to therapy and see if this is really what you're feeling or is this just something, like, to actually get professional But this is what I believe it. he's referring to as it being dangerous for a child, a child to come to you and say this. And you say, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you dress like a girl. Like, you didn't unpack child. it. We like didn't go baby. to therapy. No? So that's like a baby that's not even a child. Right. right. Three like, are still potty training. Yes. Right. Like, <laughs> like, there is a maturity level that is needed to make that that's determination. What sa- that's what I'm saying. And so that's what age ma- would it be? How do we determine the appropriate age to where we because can identify like, our gender? And that's, okay, so let's take away the gender identity part of it. Let's go to, like, the sexual orientation. Because like people would say... Puberty or something first. But then again, like, when people say, like, sexual orientation... Oh, you know, for, you know, if a heteronormative or just straight or whatever, you are attracted to girls or boys of the opposite sex. You know what I mean? And then nobody really blinks the eye or whatever. But when it is a a case of where a boy likes a boy or a girl likes a girl, how do you know? How do you know? How do you ask the same thing for the... I mean, for me, I'm going to ask... If my nephew comes to me and say, I like a girl, I'm going to ask why. Like, and that's... But more so, why do you like... That girl specifically. I want to know why do you like that right, girl? What makes you feel attracted yes, towards women? Yes, I, these are questions women. that I, I totally agree need to be asked both ways, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I need you one, even as a man or male or female, mm-hmm. you need to identify what it, what is this characteristic? What is this that I like? What is this that I do not like? I don't mm-hmm. want you to say I like her crayon and be like, <laughs> <laughs> be sharp. like that's my boo. Like no, you, we, we need to unpack. That's how love story starts. That's, all we need, <laughs> that's how love story starts. We need to unpack this, right? And so. For me, no matter what you know happens, I'm definitely going to unpack that. Do I think the other side, um, because of my stance on it, I'm going to unpack a little bit more? It's it's very safe to say that. I, I'm, I'm not even going to hold you up. Right. Will I ask the questions either way? Absolutely. And what questions would you ask more if you were on other, if <laughs> this dependent on was on the other side and stayed there? Like, it didn't swing back. <laughs> like, it's like, no, bitch, we stand right here. Like, that's what, no, we swing and we stand right here. Like, what would that question be? Like, okay, why do you feel attracted to the young man or other, if they're the same sex or whatever? Why do you feel attracted I mean, to I, them? I don't know, but those questions are something that even if he came to me and said, I like a girl, I want to know. Right. That's a question I want to know. But then again, it's more so about that girl specifically. It's not about the fact that she is a girl. You know what I mean? It's the fact of that girl specifically. Right. And that that's was how the, the child how understand It's just because, it? like, it's, it's more accepted for guys exactly. to like girls and girls, girls to, to like, like guys. guys. So right. I know you're trying to, like, put it in a way like, oh, why? But nobody's going to question so uh, a guy for liking a girl too much because it's, like, normal. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the point. I mean, I'm so you to. can't just compare the two. I mean, even though you, even though like nobody have, I, like personally me, I don't, I'm not, I don't have anything against like mm-hmm. uh people liking uh the same sex, but you can't like you can't compare. It. It's like it's from time that guys and girls are supposed to be with each other. So, so do can't. we not question it at all? Do we just let them figure it out? On their own, right? Or, just know, on their own. How do we? That's what I'm, do that's we the question. That's the question I'm getting. I think to. it's something I'm they right. all come into at their own rate. Like, I guess. 
I feel like you have moments in your life that lead up to you making that decision yourself. And right. I feel like every kid should be given allotted as much time as they need to figure even, that out. Who says even fast. if they decide something when they're younger, they can get to adulthood and be like, all of a sudden be like, you know what? This isn't for me exactly. and change their mind. Like, I don't think there's a set time frame. But I don't think you should be labeling a child that is only three years old and hasn't even figured out how to flush the toilet when they're <laughs> going to the bathroom yet. Like, I don't think that's appropriate that you should be shoving any form of a label on a child at that young of an age at all. And it's not necessarily But I think even at that label. age, like at three, is it really the child or is it more so the parent? Like, mm-hmm. the, because the maturity level at that age would come from the parent. Right. But then there was a story that came out was about this girl. Um, she's out, you know. She she always felt like she was a girl, but mm-hmm. she's a girl, and she's her name is Jazz, and Jazz is transgender. She's always felt like she was transgender. She's always been she always been felt like she was born. For those who don't know, she yeah. has like a whole show on, uh, on TLC, TLC. Oh, and she um <laughs> pretty much just living out her transgender life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she's always felt that she from early age that she was a girl. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, never had didn't like none of the boy type of stuff. Just didn't care for it. You know what I mean? And she's now in the talks of because she's always she's going through hormone therapy now mm-hmm. and she's in the talks of actually getting the surgery the sexual reassignment surgery um you know to see you know well not to see right. but like to actually live Become her full self right. you know so it's in a sense of okay she felt this way at an early age earliest as she's the first earliest documented and she doesn't seem to have no regrets of actually making that well not making a decision but actually saying like hey I feel mm-hmm. this way and now, you know, and the parents obviously being supportive, they want to make sure that their but, kid is. But I mean, I don't believe that that makes her the standard. Of course not. No, I'm but, saying, but, but and I but feel I'm, like that's where we're like leading it to, like, oh, that's the standard, saying, and you can just choose it. Might work out. Yeah, like that's, that. what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that she's the standard, but I'm saying this is a case of where it's documented really early. She documented hers really early, as far as like just being documented. So I don't, I don't think necessarily that. Yes, the maturity level is coming from the parent and to discover why the kid feels the way that they do. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you at the end of that, you know, therapy sessions and stuff like that, this child has not has literally told you, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Be a boy or girl. I feel this way. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you want to say? I mean, I, I like I said before, I believe that statements like that, statements, period, especially from kids, definitely need to be unpacked. Right. Those statements, especially like this, definitely need to be unpacked. You can't leave it. Just at, there. You can't just don't leave it there. It. Yeah. That's no, of course. I'm not saying no and ignore it. That's what I'm saying. We have to do uh, as the maturity mm-hmm. card part comes on the parent, the adult, obviously. Because mm-hmm. these are, you know, like she said, these are three year olds. You know what I mean? Right. Who barely are. Just getting out of fresh out of potty draining. You know what I mean? Like, one, two, three. Exactly. <laughs> Learning them. You know what I mean? Right. So they, and nobody's saying, like, like I said, I don't think he was necessarily wrong for his statement. Mm. People felt that like he was wrong or yeah, whatever. He was bullied into <laughs> making an apology. He was. I, but at the end of the day, I don't want to say, I don't want to apologize. Like I said what I said. I mean, right. but then again, but, but then again, he is in Hollywood and yeah. he does have to eat. He has to feed those three kids. That's and that true. wife that he has, all right, fine, I'll go ahead and issue out my apology. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's what most celebrities end up doing. They and have no choice exactly but to. exactly what happened that's in the this lifestyle. Case. So moving um, right along, Remy Ma is officially um off probation. Congratulations Ooh. to her. Um, yeah, you know, that's I it. mean, <laughs> your best life, boo. I just you too old to be getting back on probation again. Oh. So I just need you with the whole to baby straighten this okay. on out, okay? Uh, Papoose, you uh, you get one just because you've been through a lot lately. <laughs> you've been holding it down. Yeah, you've okay. been holding it down. Papoose is Remy. Real one. Real I don't want to hear not another story about you on probation. Okay, but shout out to Remy Ma. Um. R. Kelly denied bail again. Uh, it was denied by, by the uh, by the judge. How about he, was, d- he? He said, "Like if you let me out, out of jail, I promise I won't do it no more." <laughs> <laughs> like your mama like, said, you uh, go to your room. I was sitting, I was reading. I was like, "Ain't this some shit?" Like you should have been stopped. But been the stopped. judge denied. Of course, oh the judge but denies bail. Um, saying that I don't believe you, right. and um, this is something that, like you just mentioned, uh, has has been an ongoing. I definitely don't believe you. I believe you're, this is going to be continued to go on. So he's denied bail. On top of him being denied bail, though, there are two more allegations. Oh my god, that he's being charged for. He's being from two thousand one. So. It's, uh, you don't learn, sir. It's um, a slippery slope. Right, right now, we're just going to keep y'all updated on that R. Kelly. Yeah, but, you know, um, as it develops, we'll let y'all know. Ethiopia plants 350 million trees in 12 hours. First of all, there's a lot of fucking trees. <laughs> <laughs> just off, in general, I'm like, whew. 
you must be planting your ass off. Like, <laughs> like y'all got the whole nation. Gotta they be had planting the tools trees. ready. <laughs> Get your life digging. I mean, you got to be, but they were small trees. You can say, oh, okay, you know what okay. I mean. But they did this to combat um, climate change. So that's good. I See, guess. I like. To hear I mean, I like them like making that. strides to save not just their. Right, you know, country, but, but also the earth, the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in general. That's some good news. Exactly. And it's shout all the to, bad news. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, shout out to Ethiopia. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty million trees. I just in twelve <laughs> hours, it's just a you lot said, of trees. You said 350 million. million. Yeah, Three, million. Ah, that's a lot. <laughs> set the world record. Um, Alexis Sky and the cucumber violation. <laughs> um, let me tell you, I was not ready for that video. I, I was looking at, first of all, I didn't know why she was trending. Ugh. And I saw why she was trending. I was just like, this is, I felt like it was just tasteless and just. Did you expect more? <laughs> I expected. Like, uh, like, this I, is I, a question. I expected a lot. A question? Like, did you, okay. So for y'all don't know, Alexis Sky was attending this cucumber pool party. party. <laughs> um, and so it. Just like any pool party, it was normal or whatever. As like normal. in the day, right? <laughs> Having some drinks, some food, some oh, cucumbers, some cucumbers or whatever. But it wasn't like to this degree until it got to nighttime. Mm. Baby, the freaks when come I, out at night. When I tell you, they had was having these cute. If y'all don't know, the cucumber challenge was like a big thing back at like a month or two ago, mm-hmm. and girls was just going crazy on these cucumbers. And some guys too. <laughs> <laughs> they was going crazy on these cucumbers, right? Giving them neck. Um, and I was just sitting there like, where y'all, I thought it was eggplants, now it's cucumbers now, but anyway, um, so it came off that challenge or whatever. So. What's next? Um, <laughs> that evening, there was, at first. Can't it eat seemed, ice cream, can't eat cucumbers, just, <laughs> the whole, throw away the whole grocery store. Yes. Throw that, the whole, I mean, somebody's going to find some way to make something sexual. Always. You know, it's just always, <laughs> this bottle of water, <laughs> like, it's going to be sexual in a few years. But anyways. <laughs> But anyways, um, Alexis Sky was um, she wasn't doing the cucumber challenge. Mm-hmm. It was girls doing it, and then it was one girl who just like took it far. I mean, so she not only had a cucumber in her mouth, yeah, it, it proceeded. Alexis Sky had one in her hand and uh, yeah, violated, but penetrated. not penetrated her with the cucumber. Yeah. I was just sitting there like, wow, this is... But the whole video was just tasteless in general. I just felt like... I, I, I expected more out of everybody, I Did guess. Did it feel like soft At porn? the party. Yeah, as like a, as like a human, I expect more from you. <laughs> I was sitting there like, you know, this is not it. Like, and this is not a good move on her end mm. in general because now you're going to be associated with sticking a cucumber. As opposed there. to your music and you out here trying to be an artist. Like, I think this, mm. and this is one of the things that uh, Joe Budden was coming for Safari about. Like, I know you for everything except for what you want to be known for, which is being an artist. But, you know. Did you up- hear what um, Little Wayne's daughter had to say about it? Because I think she was at the pool party too. She was pretty much She's like, like oh, I should. She I was- has a child, you know, this is not a good image for her. And I was like, Ooh. nothing is, Regine has conflicting statements. She first, does. first. <laughs> first, she's not against. First, she's against the cucumber challenge, saying it's tasteless and stuff like that. Which she was right in a sense. Then you at the party, <laughs> oh whatever. Right? Why, at, like, why are you at the party? You at the party with Zonique. You know what I mean? Y'all being young, it's okay. You know, right. but at the end of the day, don't have those conflicting messages. Don't bash you know what I mean? And, and she was just pretty much. She was honest though. While she was there, she was like, I was just there trying to spy on Lucci. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were Josh Jules for her. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it was just the whole video was tasteless, crass. It was necessarily not needed, but I don't know. Kids being kids, I guess. No, nah, ain't no kids. <laughs> <laughs> these are fully, they fully, these, these they are fully adults. These, these are not even uh, grown. You are a full adult. You are an adult paying bills, taxes. Oh. Um, you have children <laughs> at this point, and it's just, and she has a daughter, and I'm just sitting there like, wow, your mom is going to be known as the cucumber lady. <laughs> <laughs> and your stepdad, because you know he, she's dating this rapper named Trouble, and yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, we got some advice. Um, we got some people seeking some advice from us. So, Uh-oh. give me a second. You know, it. we always try to keep it real with you guys. Um, if you send in like advice, if you have questions about something, um, we're gonna give you like our art. We try to be biased about it. And just really give you some really good, you know, feedback, things to think about. Um, so the advice is, do you think women should shoot their shot more often? 
Yes. Why do you think so? Uh, I feel as though, especially just with the trends of societal norms, like Mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, um, you know, it's always all the responsibility is always put on the man to make the first step. And we're talking heterosexual normative relationships. You know, it's always the man's job to be, you know, court the woman. This is Mm -hmm. just how things have always been. Uh, Me personally, I mean, it's 2019. Mm -hmm. I feel as though if you want to shoot your shot at somebody, do it. Mm -hmm. And, And a lot of times... A lot of men, they won't admit it, but, you know, a little secret. They want that woman to step to them first, to come at them like, hey, how you doing? You know, to introduce themselves. Now I have a question. Do you feel like there should be a way of doing it? Maybe not necessarily shooting the shot, but you shoot <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, if there is like a um, like a way, like, okay, um, like you, you're expressing your interest without saying mm-hmm. that you're interested. How do you do that? <laughs> I think it's a combination of language and body language. Right, but okay. it's, um in my personal opinion, I think there's like, okay, showing your interests with the body and as far as like, you know, body language, but also, and maybe like little certain words like you would say like, oh yeah, you know, or whatever the, kind like of the conversation is. Right. Yeah, just showing the interest without really expressing that you're interested. How do you feel about that, though? I mean, I'm somebody, I, I agree with like, you know, kind of your body language and things like that. Like if I just got to get away from me vibe, I, you probably should respect that vibe. <laughs> um, but there is like, you know, a certain body language. I'm somebody that um, like the whole, even though the times is changing and women is out here proposing and things like that, <laughs> um, you can get your life. You're going to be waiting a very long time <laughs> before Jaja does that. You, you're going to be, you're going to be waiting. I'm somebody, um, I need a man to be a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something that I was listening to an interview that Jill Scott was saying. Um, and literally, like, it made so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say, like, I need a man to be a man, it's more so like, if you can tell me what to do, you can tell me what to do. But if you can't, you can't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I need her to say I need to listen <laughs> like you to can't, this. Like, you, you can't. Like, there's a certain... Um, there's a certain. So he tell you shut the fuck up. All <laughs> right. Shut the fuck up. No, no, no. But like, there's a level of respect <laughs> in this relationship that right. he would never say that to me. But I'm saying, if he tell you just be quiet. There, again, there's a level of respect in this relationship. He would never say that to so me. So if he leaves, you're you're there to follow. Essentially. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna leave. Right. Okay. I'm gonna need a man to be a man. How do you feel about it, man? How do you uh, feel about the woman uh, approaching? I mean, it really depends if she. Really feel like she likes. Is the that person. a turnout for men though? Like, like an over? I don't want to say overly aggressive, but somebody who's like. I mean, it, it really depends on the person. If you actually attract, if you actually attracted right. to the person, then, and it depends on how she do it. Then it, it really doesn't matter. I wanna, but I wanna, if it's like somebody that's coming off as like okay, desperate, then. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't necessarily. I don't know. Um, it was more so like. Not necessarily overly aggressive, but you know, aggressive enough. Mm-hmm. You know Let's what I mean? Let's make this a segment. So next week we got a half an hour segment coming for this. Should woman should okay. That's fine. Let's do a half an hour segment. We're gonna do a half an hour segment to really show you guys. So my Josh jewel for today is sometimes uh, the bravest thing you can do is never look back. Mm. If he's your ex or she's your ex, stay, they're your ex stay, for a reason. Let them stay that. If there is something that you lost, <laughs> if there is something that you quote unquote lost or that you feel like you're missing, it ain't there for a reason, boo. Keep moving. Period. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm Damo. It's your girl, Ja. It's Dane. It's Ari. And we're signing off. <laughs>